Hey everyone, welcome to Curious Out Loud. My name is Ty Alexander. And I'm with Tiff Vin, who is the co-host uh, for the show. Hey everybody. So, awesome. So what we would like to do first is just get an idea of who's with us. So go ahead and drop your name and where you're from in the comments. And also, if you're catching the live stream, put live in the comments. Or if you're catching the replay, put replay so that we know uh, who's with us live versus who's with us on the replay. All right, Tiff, do you want to call out some of the people who are with us? Yeah, so we have Linda Marie and we got Leonardo. What's going on, Leo? Uh, so go ahead and put your comment section. I'm actually going to tag all of the new members that have just joined us right now. Um, so we can go ahead and get started and they'll definitely join us as they go. And I'll be welcoming you, you in the Facebook feed. I see all of you and I'm really excited for all of you to be here today. Really excited and welcome to the group. Yeah, welcome. Uh, yeah, we're stoked to get, to get this started. This is a project that we've been working on for several months now. It's something that came about organically as Tiff and I started having conversation about what's going on in our own lives and what's going on in the community and questions we had about the community. And so we wanted to really use this first episode to lay the foundation for what Curious Out Loud is and to welcome all our members to the conversation because it's really important to us that this is a conversation. We originally started out with, we actually recorded four episodes uh, for the podcast. We started out wanting this to be a podcast and we learned a lot from those episodes and realized that we really want this to be a conversation and in conversation with the community that we're building. So that was important to us. And that's why we're starting out with the Facebook Live format. So um, why Curious Out Loud? We really wanted to create a movement to spark and engage curiosity about how sexuality and gender identity intersects with religion, race, culture, and all of these things that we call life. And you know, as we began to put this together, like I said, we learned a lot from the episodes we put together and we've been talking about this for several months and we really wanted to get this launched and get this first conversation out um, in the month of June for a couple of reasons. First of all, because it's Pride Month, Happy Pride, everybody. And second of all, because of what's going on in our world. And we, we feel like this conversation is so important for what's going on in our worlds today and what we're seeing um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on and how everything that's going on currently in our current environment uh, impacts our lives as LGBTQIA plus members and really talk about that and have those conversations. And our vision with this 
conversation or this vision, our vision with this movement is to create a community of connection, celebration, and compassion for our members, where we're able to celebrate our shared experience and also um, create a community to have these conversations. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the purpose really of all of that is so that we can have these in my life which, that were difficult conversations so often um, that we miss out on because of the cancel culture. So if you're not familiar with the cancel culture, it's this movement on social media of canceling people or ideas or platforms or whatever that uh, people do not align with or do not agree with or do not believe in themselves. And so the, the issue with that, that we are exploring is like, how can we get closer together if we're canceling people out and we're canceling voices? And so we want to do the opposite of that. We want to amplify and engage voices so that we can hear you, we can understand you, and we can go beyond acceptance, you know, so so that we can put a human experience to the lives of the members of our community. And we're going to go through like, what even is a community? And how do we learn how to advocate better for each other? And so that's why we're so passionate about that. You know, I just want to add a little bit of something tag in, in here is that yesterday, I was watching a documentary about the trans experience. And um, one person said, uh, said, I never even thought that I could go beyond acceptance, that I could ask for anything other than acceptance, because there is a level beyond acceptance. There's the love, there's thriving, there's community. And so that really hit celebration. me. There's celebration that goes beyond that. And so if you are watching right now, and if you lived your life in a way where you're like, I just want to be accepted, I want to tell you that there's more than that. I used to be that person that was like that. Put in the comment section celebration if you're ready to celebrate your life with us. Absolutely. I think that's such a great point, Tiff. And, you know, this idea of the cancel, cancel culture, this is something that I can relate to personally, right? Because we're going to get more into our stories, who Tiff and I are and what our experience has been. But, um, you know, you're going to learn more about us as we go on with each episode and each conversation. But I'll say, you know, I, I come from an experience where I was quite traumatized by my experience growing up and by my experience of coming of age um, with my family, with the background that I went through, I was quite traumatized. And so this idea of the cancel culture, it's something that I can totally re relate to, you know, on social media um, and in these different arenas, a lot of times when I would see posts, especially from family, member, family members or close friends that were opposed to my view, or I felt like in a lot of times directly opposed who I am, um, I was so quick to unfollow. I was so quick to block and cancel those people out. But the more I began to do what I do, which I'll get into, which, which has a lot to do with trauma healing, I began to realize that learning how to have those conversations and learning how to live in the world without canceling people out is such an important aspect of healing. And as I began to open myself up and as I began to have conversations with family who were writing posts that just didn't sit well with me or maybe were silent when I didn't think that they should be silent. Being able to have those conversations has been so instrumental in my own healing and healing those relationships 
and recognizing which relationships were even worth it to me to heal through those conversations has been so important to me. You know, I had this experience a couple of weeks ago with a family member where I, you know, I posted something on Facebook uh, in relation to the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, I got some response, but most of the response that I got was from family members. And I started to call specific family members out who were brave enough to engage with me and not call them out in an, an aggressive way, but call them out to say, what's going on? Why, why aren't I hearing more about your voice on this topic? Because I really thought that I was taught to fight for what I knew what was right, even if it didn't seem to affect me directly, even though I've learned now that it does affect me. But, you know, I started to call family members out and I started to have these really interesting and important conversations with family members on Facebook as tends to happen. And I actually had a cousin of mine reach out to me and she said, my husband read our conversation and he said that I went a little nuclear on you. And so I'm just calling to let you know, or I'm, I'm reaching out to you to let you know that I'm canceling our conversation because I really didn't want to come across that way. Or not canceling the conversation, excuse me. She said, I'm deleting the conversation. I'm deleting the thread from Facebook because I didn't want to come across that way to you. And I said to her, please don't delete that conversation because I feel like it's so important for people to witness these conversations, to witness conversations that derive out of love and derive out of wanting to be better for each other, but they're difficult conversations to have. And I think that for me, one thing that really leads me to this work and leads me to this conversation is wanting to be better for people. I mean, I remember Tiff saying to you, I really want to be able to advocate for the lives of our trans brothers and sisters, but I don't even have an understanding of what that experience is. And so I don't even know how to begin to advocate for our brothers and sisters in this experience. And, and that is really one thing that's, it's something that's so important to me, this advocacy work. And, you know, Angela Davis, one of my, favorite um, activist. She has a quote that I actually posted on our community page um, this week. And she says, the people in this country who are most subject to violence, both state violence and individual violence would be trans women of color. We must look at these intersectional systems, racism, misogyny, sexism, classism, transphobia, and all the other modes of oppression. We must look at how these systems work to reinforce one another. And I think that this quote for me highlights why this conversation is so important within our community. Yeah, definitely. And I also want to presence like uh, the people that are here that are allies, uh, you are welcome to the conversation as well. Like we're not canceling you. And I know that the cancel culture, I want to go back to that. It didn't derive out of a place of, I don't think, out of a place of, shutting people out, but I think it really came from the idea that um, maybe the voices are not heard are canceling other voices, maybe, because they're like, I wanna be heard too. And so um, what Tygen I believe is that there is space for, uh, there's a, an abundant space 
for voices to be heard. And when we say voices to be heard, we're really saying that we see you, that we want to see your experience, that we want to hear your experience, that we want to understand and um, cultivate uh, that with you. And so if you're here right now and you're an ally or you connect with the idea of LGBTQIA+, and you're here, we just want to thank you for being a part of this because even taking the step to join the group all on its own is already a huge step uh, uh, for us and for humanity uh, that we get to be in these conversations. Absolutely. And if you are an ally, go ahead and put ally in the comments so that we know who you are because we really want to call you out and recognize the courage that it takes to step inside of the community and say, I want to be an ally, I want to be an advocate, but I'm not sure the best way to do that. And another thing that I wanted to bring uh, to the forefront is that we are committed to having difficult conversations. We're going to be pulling members in from every letter of the community, the LGBTQIA+. Um, I remember another conversation that Tiff and I had is trying to figure out even what all of these letters mean, trying to figure out, um, you know, who, who are all these people that are lumped into this community? And are we truly community? Can we say through shared experience that we're community? And I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day about this, and she said, you know, it's such an interesting concept. And I think people get to choose whether or not they even want to be community. Because when you look at the LGBTQIA plus community, or, you know, this group that we're lumped into, really, we're lumped into by this, by this alphabet soup, right? Or what some people like to call the alphabet mafia, right? Um, but we're lumped together by what we're not, more than what we are, right? And she pointed this out to me, and it was so striking to me, because I had never even thought of it that way, that we're a community, I that's identified, but what we're not, rather than more so than what we are. And it's an interesting concept. Um, and so I definitely want to have more conversation about that. I want to pull voices in from all reaches of this community to have these conversations. And there's definitely going to be conversation where there's disagreement. And we believe that that's healthy. We want our straight allies to be as much a part of that conversation because there's growing that we all get to do. And in order to truly be an ally, the way that I'm committed to being, I, it's imperative that I understand the experiences of my brothers and sisters. And, um, you know, it, that includes straight people, straight, straight allies who, um, put themselves in the community to, to be in that position. So we definitely want sure. to call you out. We appreciate you and we want you to be a part of the conversation. We want to hear your voice. Yeah. And that's the whole reason why we did this uh, again is so that we could um, be a platform for your voices and to see how we can bridge any gaps uh, and bridge our future together. Really, that's what this is about. So I know that many of you have been invited uh, through TIG and through I myself personally, and some of you may not know me and some of you may not know TIG. And so I just wanna make a quick introduction as, as we keep going into the, to the material, a quick introduction about uh, who I am and uh, how TIG and I decided to put this together. 
So I'm Tiff, I'm 28 years old, and I met Tayek at an ontological coaching school where we learned about the study of ontology, which is a way of the study of being. Uh, and uh, it was a coaching program. And so Tyg and I became buddies. And that means that we were able to be in relationship with each other and coach with each other for nine months. And since that has happened, uh, we have continued being in contact with each other every week, almost every single week. Maybe we've missed five or six weeks, maybe since that nine month was over. I think it's been almost uh, a year now that we've that we've done that. And so um, we have a special relationship. And I think what binds us is this curiosity, this curiosity to learn about people. And Taig has been a personal asset of mine in terms of my own transformation, my own celebration of who I am. And this is what inspired this because if I were, you were to ask me 24 months ago how I felt about being queer and labeling myself as queer, being out as queer, telling my parents um, that I'm queer, um, that would have been an entirely different uh, uh, energy that you would be seeing. I would be hiding, I would be scared, I would be uh, fearful. And I lived that way for a long time. And because of our friendship and the many things that had to happen for me to feel safe to be myself and to be my authentic self, um, I now stand in full transparency and authenticity. And, and like, it's really hard to describe that feeling, but I want to continue to uplift and be that stand that Taig was for me, for all of you. And if you are living as your authentic self and transparent, like there's no rush. Like this is not like a thing where we're, we're, we're like, you know, trying to push people into like out into the world. That's not what we're saying here, but that sense of freedom and the sense of confidence, sense of trust and love and celebration is something that we want is a gift that we want to keep on giving because that was a gift that was given to me. So that's why I'm here. Awesome. Thank you so much. Tim. I, I love the story. We'll get a little more into that story in future episodes about how it really happened that we became buddies because it's quite a funny story. Um, and it's not the first time that it's happened to me, but I'll leave that little cliffhanger for you to imagine how it came about for future episodes. But I want to introduce a little bit about myself as well. Um, I'm 43 years old. I navigate the world as a white man. I identify as queer. Um, I grew up in a very large family, a, a Mormon family uh, on a farm. And that shaped a lot of my experiences, having that experience with my family. Um, when, when my family, when I let my family know that I'm queer, it wasn't warmly received. In fact, um, it created such an antagonistic relationship that there was very little contact for quite a long time. And it's taken a lot of work and many, many years to get back to the point where I am in communication with my family and I do have a relationship. Um, another thing that really defines me is that I have the utmost pleasure of being a father. I have two beautiful children and I love the experience of being a father. I love the experience of seeing them grow um, within the within the community, within, you know, knowing that um, 
they have a queer father and being comfortable with that and, and seeing them navigate that as they make friends and as they, you know, as they introduce this into their world, it's really a, been a beautiful experience. Um, I am a trauma and a leadership coach. Like Tiff said, we met in an ontological coaching certification program. I work specifically with people to overcome trauma and to become leaders in their own life and leaders in their business by overcoming their trauma. Um, so yeah, that's, that's who I am. And uh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be a part of this and can't wait for you guys to get to know me more. Can't wait to get to know you guys more. Like I said, we really want this to be a community conversation. And one thing that Tiff said that is super important that I also want to touch on, this is not a call to push anyone out of the closet. Okay, if this had been 10 years ago, then that might have been my call because at one point in my life, I felt like everyone should be loud and proud and be who they are. Um, but I had the privilege through my coaching to work with the Alley 40 organization here in New York City. And it's the largest homeless gay youth organization in the world. And I got to coach several people through that organization. And I remember interviewing for that opportunity and the director said you know there's this there's this movement this uh movement now that calls people forth that calls young people forth to be who they are and the reality is that it's not safe for a lot of people to come forward with their current environment and so this project is not to say come out of the closet, you need to be who you are, if you are one of those people who are living in those situations. But it's more to say you have community, you have people here to have community with, to, to get curious about your experience, to learn how to have conversations that are meaningful and can lead to beautiful, fulfilling lives, uh, because it's what we believe in. We believe in living a fully expressed life in, in the most fully expressed and beautiful way that you can. And so that's, that's our call to you. Um, and yeah, so we're not going to have this episode go a long time, but we do want to get a little bit into why this project is important to us. We've touched on that briefly, but like I said, I am a trauma coach. Um, and one thing that really led to me to this work is that the trauma that I experienced in being separated from my family the way that I was created a lot of emotional trauma for me. And it was trauma that was holding me back in so many areas of my life that I didn't even realize it. I didn't really even recognize it at the time. And as I began to heal from that trauma, as, as a certain aspects of my life began to fall apart because of that trauma, I was a professional dancer. I was in shows professionally and you know, I actually moved away from that world because for anyone who knows anything about the performance world, it's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of auditioning. There's a lot of being told no. Um, and you, you, as a performer, you experience a lot of rejection. And it touched on the trauma of rejection that I experienced for my family. And it, it began to encroach on my ability to, to live and my ability to be mentally healthy. And so I ended up leaving the industry largely for that reason. I mean, there were other factors as well, but 
as I began to heal from my trauma, I began to see all the different ways that this emotional trauma that I carried was impacting my life. And that's why I became a trauma coach. And, and as I healed and really wanted to support people in becoming leaders in their own lives by overcoming the traumas that they've, that they've had, um, I specialize specifically in LGBTQIA type traumas. And I, I love the work. And I, like I said, I came to Tiff and I said, I really feel like I really am feeling pulled to do advocacy work. And I feel like I get to learn the experiences of other people in the community so that I know how to best be an advocate. And that's for me, why this project is so important and how this project came about for myself. Yeah, and we'd love, thank you, Ty, and we'd love to hear from you about why you're here because there probably are a myriad of reasons and uh, lessons or life experiences that bring you to this point where you're watching the live today. What brings you here? Um, we want to know because we, we want to be in the pocket with you. We want to be in touch with you about what it is that you're seeking um, or what it is that you're interested in contributing uh, to the group. So, um, yeah, and I think I've said a lot about why I uh, am a part of this amazing project that Tyg has spearheaded. Um, you know, my my girlfriend, Heather, did a lot of the graphics for Curious Out Loud, and I just want to acknowledge that even a year ago, it would be really hard for me to say that um, out loud. And so to be um, here is an honor and a privilege, and, and we just want to welcome you. We want to welcome you with open arms. Um, uh, my journey has been phenomenal, hard, <laughs> crazy, and I acknowledge the, a lot of the privilege that I have. Um, I am Cambodian, uh, and I did grow up with uh, somewhat of a religious family, also from the LDS community, and, um, you know, there's lots of intersections of race and religion and things that go along with my experience, so I'd love to continue sharing that with you and hearing from you about what you've gone through. My, my personal mission is to be in touch with you and to see how, um, how we can support you and continue to have these conversations. I wanna acknowledge the time and space that we're in in the world. So it's 2020 right now. We are currently in quarantine from COVID-19 and we have a movement, a Black Lives Matter movement happening. And just in the last month, seeing the, the uh, energy and seeing the willingness for people to step out of their comfort zone and into allyship or into understanding um, has inspired me so much. Uh, so that's where I am with that. Um, and I just, I can't wait to keep bringing all of you value. Awesome, thanks Tiff. Yeah, I also want to acknowledge, you know, like Tiff said, her girlfriend Heather did all of our graphics for the show. We actually have a team of people behind us helping us make this possible. And I want to acknowledge those people. And as we go along, you will get to know more about our team and know more about those people. But I do want to acknowledge that this is a team effort. You know, this isn't just a couple of people jumping on to talk about things that affect our lives every once in a while. We actually have a team behind us that is making this possible. So I do want to acknowledge that and thank those members of the Curious Out Loud team and hope that our community members will become a part of that team in various ways. 
you know, we've said several times throughout this show, we want to be in conversation with you. We want to be in community with you in order to move this movement forward. So we're thrilled to do this. We're not going to belabor this first episode. It really is our goal to keep episodes between 30 to 45 minutes long. So that you guys know what to expect. Um, but I really want to thank you for joining us today and say welcome and please introduce yourself. We're, um, we have the community out loud, or excuse me, the Curious Out Loud community group, which is where these episodes are being um, published or, or broadcast, I guess. So we're going to put up a welcome post there. We're going to, to uh, tag a welcome post where we tag everyone who's new to the community. We would like you to use that thread to introduce yourself who you are, where you're from, and where you fall into the uh, community, um, how you identify, which letter you identify with, what your pronouns are. Let us know who you are. Give us a brief introduction so that we can begin to build this community and know who we're speaking with. Um, we'll get that post up today. Um, like I said, you can use that thread to introduce yourselves. And we can't wait to be in conversation with you. We really thank you for being here. And um, until next week, have a great week and stay curious. Thank you all.